This podcast is brought to you by Hypnomum and Isla. Okay, well, welcome everybody to a new episode of Hypnomum and Isla. And this week, very exciting topic and also a very exciting guest. Before I introduce him, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. Uh, one of our students endearingly calls him the cell whisperer. And um, he has an amazing backstory. I'm just going to give you away a little bit. He, beca- he was declared to be a cripple uh, when he would turn 25. And he instead, he turned out to be a world champion. So I'm going to let him explain how that happened. But so many other things happened. He is also a Omni student. He works with Omni hypnosis, but he has developed the hypnocell method where you hypnotize someone and bring them into their own body cells. So very exciting topic. Um, our guest is Eric Walker. Eric, welcome. Welcome everybody in the Netherlands. And hi, Ayla and hi, Ina. Hello. <laughs> Delightful that you are here. We love it. Yeah, me too, actually. I love the Netherlands, especially the tulips. You see the, the, the flowers in the back. They're you're, my favorite flowers, actually. You're quite prepared. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> and I see you have beautiful uh, diplomas behind you. Yeah, there are different diplomas. The two up here are the, the um, Omen Hypnosis diplomas. Then here, this is the Cherry Kine Awards I received uh, in December last year. And I'm still flabbergasted about getting this one here. And this is where actually the whole story started uh, about um, when Hypnocell started, actually. This is the diploma I got when I won the World Cup in 1990. And uh, the YC World Champion title I got in 1998. 1988. 1989 and 90s. These two years, they changed everything in my life, actually. And so shall I just start with a bit of the story? Yeah, please share your story. Well, actually, everything started when I was 12 years old. Um, The doctors told me, yeah, this back pain, it will just disappear when you get older. When you when you hit puberty, it will just grow out. And of course, it didn't. And when I was 15, I started to do, um, I started to do some, some um, top sports, professional sports, like um, rock and roll with all the crazy acrobatics. And with this training, more or less, I could handle my back pain and my back problems. But at the age of 18, um, I got, um, got a call from a, from, from a guy who said, uh, we are looking for good dancers, male dancers. Um, you want to join us for the World Cup or the, the, for, the, for the World Championship company? I said, of course, this is the big dream coming true for me. And three weeks later, the doctors told me, Eric, you have to stop all kinds of sports immediately uh, because your spine is not made for it. You don't have a double S and your intervertebral discs are already thinned out so much that we really fear that you have, that your legs get paralyzed. And, oh, by the way, Eric, by the age of 25, you're gonna be a cripple anyway. And two doctors uh, without knowing from each other told me or used this word cripple. And of course, I was, I, I'm a mover. I had to move, I had to continue to move. Of course, I stopped then doing all the crazy acrobatics. 
and started to do some different uh, kind of dance like salsa and all this stuff uh, that was up to date at that time. And then a few, they, a few years later, I got a second chance. They asked me again for a world champion com um, company uh, in show dance. And I asked them, yeah, what do I have to do? And they said, yeah, uh, 50 to 60% is acrobatics. And I thought, oh, well, okay. The doctors told me um, I shouldn't do that. But since I have just two or three more years till, I, till I'm a cripple, so let's just enjoy it. I don't want to um, leave um, the second chance or miss the second chance. And so uh, in 1989, I won, uh, we were Vice World Champion. And in, in the 1990, we joined the World Cup in Geneva in Switzerland. And we won the whole thing. And I remember quite well on the top of the podium, I was crying tears like rivers came out of my of my eyes not only because of the national anthem which is quite uh, quite touching when you're on the top um, but at that point I realized my goodness I'm not a cripple and I just remember when we uh, were driving back home in the in the bus back home to Lucerne um, in Switzerland um, all my buddies, they, they were celebrating the, the victory and all this stuff. And in my brain, it started to turn. And it started to think, what has happened here? Did they do a wrong diagnosis? Uh, did I activate some healing, uh, self-healing uh, power or mechanisms I didn't know about? Or... Um, did it grow out of my body just a little bit later that they, that, that they expected? And that was like the, the turning point in my life. I just remember at, uh, when we arrived uh, in Lucerne at three o'clock in the morning, I just got out of the bus and I had just one question in my mind. What happened here? And if I find out, is there a possibility that we can train our body without killing the most precious thing that is given to us, not only to us as athletes, but also as human beings, which is the health, our own body. And so that's how everything started. So this is the beginning here at the, the Cherry Kind Award I received um, last year for Outstanding uh, Innovation in Hypnosis. Um, I this, uh, closed just a circle of my whole story. And in between these 30 years is a lot of studies in different areas. So many different bodywork uh, therapies I tr uh, tried out and learned. Alexander Feldenkrais, uh, ideokinesis, um, Franklin Method. Um, what else? I was studying um, os uh, osteopathy, no, um, craniosacral therapy and all this stuff. And I just f realized all of them have uh, some very interesting ideas and interesting topics, but I was always missing some of the different parts um, or in, in just in one method. And so I just took out everything to um, put this together to a new thing. And um, then when was that? That was 21 years ago at the age of 35. I had a heart attack 
And this was the best thing that happened because afterwards, um, I learned to listen to myself on a, on a level that was really astonishing for myself, what they had to show me. And they were leading me through different processes, but also leading me to what hypnosis is now or what hypnocell is now. So that's more or less uh, a short kind of story, what happened and how everything came together. And actually, when I look back, um, I did hypnosis since 30 years. I just didn't know it. I just knew it um, uh, from that point on when I started to study omnihypnosis. And then mm -hmm. I realized that was few, uh, four, what was that? Yeah, exactly. It was four years ago and it was exactly in the week when Jerry Kine passed away. Okay. That was exactly that uh, in that week, and it's a little bit. Um, it's a pity that I didn't um, uh, wasn't able to meet him one on one, um, but because he must have been an awesome guy. I mean, uh, you know, you know him quite well, or knew him quite well. I do. And and but it's really and since then I knew this is something. This is like a turbocharge and the missing link for my whole work when I was working with the cells. Because until then, I was working on a bodywork level, also on an energetic level. I did also, um, uh, I was studying um, energy therapy and stuff like that. And, but I always was reaching the glass ceiling. And I, I knew there's, and I saw also there's much more above this ceiling, but I could just couldn't get through this glass ceiling and didn't know how to until I discovered hypnosis. And especially- well, for you this uh, this week with um, the Omni training that was a yeah. eye-opener. Definitely, definitely. That was definitely the eye-opener. And I immediately knew this is gonna change my whole work because until then, uh, I only partially, um, was involving my clients to guide through the whole process. I felt so much more with my hands and then I was telling them and then that they were telling me about their own stories. And I never had uh, such a strong tool that brought me back to the very origin, to the cause that created uh, um, a, body, uh, a body challenge, for example, broken bones or ligaments and stuff like that. Uh, that still may cause some problems 20 years or 30 years afterwards because the trauma still uh, uh, was um, got stuck in, in the body. And with um, omnihypnosis, because it's such a really quick way to go back to the cause and, and fix it and clear it up, um, this was something really special. That's when I started to combine the two things. Yeah, and I think what would be a good uh, question, I have a question right now. What is the difference, yeah. according to you, between working with traditional hypnosis methods and using the hypnocell method? Okay, um, I still work with completely uh, traditional regress to cause and traditional um, hypnosis uh, therapy. But what my experience has shown that many, many times, if you do a regress to cause, 
on a, uh, in a in a classical way where you work on the the subconscious level you can hit lots of um, causes and clean them up but very often the cells have their own uh, initial sensitizing event and very often you have also to clear it there so for me normally and that's what i also tell all my students the first session always do a regression in in the subconscious mind and then in a second um, in a second session you just do um, a regress to cause on a cellular level and on a th in a third in a third lesson uh, or session and that's a great thing um, about hypnocell you can also as a as a therapist you can sell your your sessions in a little bit different way that you can say we need at least three sessions because on the third level you enter the, the nucleus of the cells and start to work with the DNA because the DNA are something like a tuning fork that um, when you're injured or have another body challenge going on that you can just retune it because Eric, um, I'm yeah. thinking what would be useful to explain maybe because I think people never heard of this like how the yeah. hell can you talk with cells yeah, exactly. Well, the first time when I started to do that, I thought, well, you have to just do to 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 bring me into the psychiatric institution. I thought, crazy, Eric, you're not up here. This is just a mind fuck that just happens in your. This is just bullshit. And but as open and as curious I am by nature, I thought, well, let's give it a chance, because. Uh, when I started to do some body work, we had to train our hands to feel different movements and tell where the movements are coming from and what kind of movements they have and what quality we can find out in the movement. Is it sticky? Is it fluid? Or um, is it the bones? Is it the muscles? Is it the ligaments? Or is it the connective tissue? Is it the neurons that move and stuff like that and are not in shape and create some dis disbalances in the body and then all of a sudden I started to realize um, feelings thoughts where I thought as I said before this is just your mind making something up making just a story up like that uh, just out from of nowhere and then I thought but very interesting they're they're reacting when I change my thoughts and my emotions about it for example, all of a sudden, I started to feel some sadness coming out of the body. And I thought, is it me or is it, is it the cells? And then I started to think about something very sad that happened in my own life. And I start, started to realize, oh, this is getting even stronger. It's hardly to, 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 to stay uh, with, this, with this emotion. And then I started to change from, uh, from sadness to, to happiness. And I started to, to see that the body was reacting on it. And I thought, this is really strange. <laughs> What's going on here? And that's how the whole thing then started. And I got deeper and deeper into it until I finally arrived in, uh, at the cellular level in the body. And I think my experience just shows the easiest way to talk to ourselves, to talk to our body is as if um, the, the way we are talking to each other here. 
the way I talk to you, Inart, to you, Isla. It's, it's that simple, actually, because our cells have a known identity. Um, they are not just subordinates of our brain up here. And normally I explain it like this. Look at um, how uh, classical mental training works. Up here, you have an idea. Um, for example, you want to lift your arm and lower your arm. Then the brain puts the, together the programs of how to um, activate the, the specific muscle, uh, muscles, and then sends an impulse through your, uh, through your nervous system to lift and lower your arm. So that's what normal classical training is doing, or classical mental training is doing. You just visualize the movement, which pre-stimulates the muscles um, between 10 and 35%. And so that the body knows afterwards, if a movement shows up, what they have to do. And this is just not the end of the whole story because scientists know now since about 30 or 40 years that our cells are not just subordinates, that they also send some information back to our brain, which is four times more information flowing back to the brain than the opposite way. So if we are able to enter this data flow, then we have an incredible strong tool at our hands to support our clients, to bring them back to health, to bring back more life quality, less pain, or even maybe they are free of pain afterwards. Even after one session, this is quite possible. How, and how do, how do the how do the cells? I'm curious. Communicate to the brain. There are different uh, possibilities. Actually, one is through neurons, mm -hmm. the classical way, traditional way people think about. All, but also through the bloodstream, because in your bloodstream you have lots of um, how Candice Perth, uh, one of the most famous women in science. She discovered, for example, the, the endorphin receptors uh, that um, can suppress when the endorphins talk to these receptors in your brainstem, you won't feel any pain anymore. And she discovered them when she even didn't, uh, didn't have her doc uh, doctor title. And she called them molecules of emotion. And they're just flowing in the bloodstream. And you have different sensors um, in your body and also in your brain that can detect all those molecules of emotion, but also your thoughts. That's a crazy thing about it. When we think about our thoughts and emotions and feelings, this is something quite abstract because have you ever seen somebody touching uh, his thoughts and emotions and feelings? No, but for our body, this is something physical, which is molecules that you can physically really touch. And that's exactly how, how this works. But there are also other channels, for example, um, the heart, um, the beat of the heart uh, sends um, uh, a, a wave, a pulse wave, a pressure wave out, in, out into our body that is a signal for, for all our cells to live, to keep on living. So the pulse is very important. And what the scientists found out is that this, uh, this pulse is crucial for, uh, for the cells to survive because this 
literally electrifies the cells so that they produce electricity on the surface of them, on their membrane, on their skin, which keeps them alive and just keeps all the, the, the electrical impulses on the cellular level um, 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 going on. Eric, yes. um, at this point, I think for the listener, it would be very interesting to know what kind of problems do you work with, with HypnoCell? Okay, I'm not working with problems, only with challenges. And what, what are the types of uh, challenges, challenges okay. <laughs> work with? All injuries people can have. This might be all some, some scars from, from a surgery, um, broken bones, uh, torn ligaments and all this stuff. The, the, um, the shortest recovery of broken bones is seven days. What? Proven with x-ray, seven days. What, Normally what type of bone? Hmm? What type of bone? Um, that was a broken elbow. Broken ribs, uh, another case. Normally um, doctors uh, say it takes six to eight weeks till you can get rid of the, of the plasture and, and then you can start to load slowly the bones again. Um, we, that was last year, a guy called me, actually he was also on hypnosis therapist and asked me, Eric, I was falling, um, falling off the ladder at home when I was uh, uh, working on my house, three meters down, I broke three, uh, three ribs. And in two months, um, the Swiss championship is taking place. Can you help me? And we, were, we started to work and at the, the very end, when everything was organized and activated in the body, we asked the cells, how long does it take till you're uh, fully able to be loaded again? And the, the cells uh, told us, give us two weeks. And so I said, okay, good. At the end uh, of the hypnosis, I um, asked my client, please fix an appointment with your doctor and you ask for an x-ray. Although I know doctors won't want to do it. You <laughs> ask for it and you really say, no, I want to have it. And good luck, the, um, his doctor, they were good friends. So um, he went to see a doctor, unfortunately, um, at, the, at the time of two weeks, um, he was on the holidays. And uh, so he got the next appointment after two and a half weeks. And then hey, they did an x-ray and they were looking at the x-ray and the doctor says, you know, my dear friend, I know with hypnosis, you doesn't do some crazy stuff, but now you have to explain me what has happened here. Because normally on an x-ray, when, uh, when a bone is broken, you see a, a normal, um, a much thicker bone in this area where the bone is broken because the body says, this won't happen a second time to me. So let's build in more bone so that it's getting stronger in there. So if this bone will break again, not in this area, but just to the left or to the right of it, but definitely not in this area because it's too strong. So he saw the x-ray and said, well, on one rib, I'd see just a tiny, tiny little line. If I wouldn't know it, I, would, I wouldn't know that this would have been a broken bone and the two others. 
I don't even see that they were thicker. They look like completely know that, that, that like as if they've never been broken. That's wow. amazing. Wow. So injuries is one part, but you can do also lots of different parts, uh, things, autoimmune diseases, allergies, um, in different ways, um, side effects of chemotherapies and, and other drugs, um, um, preparing people for surgery so that the surgery is working much better and uh, the results, all the clients and even some of the, of the surgerists um, um, told me is that very often um, it's really astonishing that the surgery um, is much easier. People almost have no pain afterwards because just imagine when your body gets in touch with, um, with, with a scalpel and all these knives and all this stuff, this is material the cells don't know. This is foreign material and this can cause a shock or a trauma on a cellular level. But, and that's the great thing about the surgery. It's, it's as if an accident is happening, but you know when. So you can prepare the body and the cells. Hey, there's something going on. And yes, some of you will die. And we just bow um, in front of you. And we just uh, built your monument afterwards because you gave, gave your life for good for the rest of the body because for example you get an artificial hip joint this is for the good of the whole body because your client your boss up here he doesn't or she doesn't feel any pain anymore so you offer your life for the good of the uh, for the well-being of the rest and this is very helpful so that they are really prepared for the surgery and afterwards I, um, if I have the, the chance to, to work with, with a client before and after a surgery, um, there is much less work to do afterwards if there is uh, some work to do at all. Erik, um, at this point, I think I have a very important question because a lot of listeners may think, wow, uh, but um, is this uh, evidence-based? And I know you, you do a lot of your work base it on the current research that's there. Perhaps it's important just to enlighten a little bit about that. Yes. So beside all this body work and all this uh, energy work I was studying, I also studied um, uh, movement science and sports at the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology. It's like the MIT of Switzerland. And what, what I learned there is everything about the cell, cell biology and molecular biology. And to be honest, if I would uh, uh, wanna uh, do a second study uh, at the university, I would start to study molecular biology because uh, on this level, we may know about 10 or 15% of what's actually going on in our cells. We still don't know such a lot what our cells can offer. And so this is very based on scientific um, knowledge. Lots of it is also um, proven by Nobel Prize winners, actually. For example, I just mentioned the, the work with the DNA and some of you may think, 
Eric, come on, DNA, you can't change the DNA. I'm not talking about changing the DNA, but just for you to know, there are two kinds of DNA. One is the, the programming DNA, the coding DNA. This, these are the blueprints for all the tools your cells need to work and to live and to survive. These are all the different proteins, for example. And, but this is only three to 5%. What about the other 95 to 97% of the DNA? Is this, this junk DNA as they called it in the, until the 70s, uh, the 80s or 90s? No, it isn't because um, uh, nature doesn't waste anything. So this is here for a reason. And lots of American and Russian scientists found out that, um, and also Nobel Prize winners found out that our way to live, our lifestyle, in, you can detect it in these 95 to 97% because they are the ones that control the other just 20 to 30,000 genes, blueprints, produce more or less or in a different combination, stuff like that. And they found out our lifestyle is stored in there. And if it's stored in there, we can change this, this vibration of this DNA that is controlling the rest. And there you have eight to 10 million genes that control it. Isn't that amazing? This is just awesome. And just for you to know, when you enter the world of cells, you enter a new dimension. You're not thinking uh, anymore uh, between a num uh, uh, um, about the number between one and thousand. We are talking about millions, billions, and quadrillions. This is a completely new area. And this is an incredible intelligence going on there. Scientists um, have, for example, discovered, um, brain scientists, that we have between 50 and 70,000 um, thoughts a day in each cell of your body. They don't have just 50 to 70,000 thoughts because thoughts are just ideas. For cells, this is taking action. 50 to 70,000 times taking action, but not a day, a second. Now, can you imagine what intelligence is going on in there? And you normally don't feel anything about this. And that's a great thing about it. And, and I'm curious, um, because you must have done a lot of hypnocell sessions, what is your most special session? Or yeah, can you share something about that? Okay, my most special sessions are those ones when I see a client entering my practice, when I, when I see him, how he's leaving the practice. Those, those sessions that touch me to the bottom of my heart, myself. And I mean, I've seen so many crazy stories. And this is for me really very astonishing how much pain um, and burden human beings can, beings can suffer and still are walking on, the, on their legs and say, yeah, I'm fine, but it's just this and that. So, and when I see them changing the transformation in a session, that hits me like, and very often I have to start to cry because of happiness as well, because it's so touching myself as well to see, hey, we change lives with our work. We change the lives. We bring back life quality. We bring back happiness. 
So those are the sessions probably that are for, for me are the most, the most impressive and the most special um, um, sessions. Plus um, every session for me is special because until now, and this is something I really can honestly say in every session, I learned something new from the cells of my clients. So I just a moment ago, I said, most of the stuff I teach, um, uh, my, my cells taught me. Uh, this is not quite, uh, quite uh, right because a lot of the stuff I learned uh, or I'm teaching, I learned also from my client cells because they are just awesome teachers. Because very often there are connections between different cells. You can't read this in any scientific book because as I said, we, we just don't know enough about how the cells work in our body yet. And those are the ones that for me, that are for me always special when I uh, realized, oh, that's something completely, you know, I've never been thinking about uh, like this. So um, before we round up, because you're coming to the Netherlands, right? If all travel yep. restrictions allow it. Uh, yes. Out of, out of the top of my head, somewhere in June? Yes, it's the 19th and 20th of June. Yeah. Um, we're having there a new first class. And on the 21st on Monday, we have uh, an advanced day for all those who, who want to continue and say, hey, this is such a great thing. And I want to learn now more about how can I apl uh, apply this whole stuff in different areas. We're going to talk there about um, sleeping disorders, what you can do. Um, we are talking about sports about uh, producing more energy, which is not only important in sports, but in all injuries in general, because if a body has to recover from an injury, he needs lots of energy. How can you amplify this? Um, what else are we talking about? You know, I think cells. you know better. The fat cells. Yes. Oh, the fat cells, exactly what you can do there uh, when you have too much fat being stored in your fat cells. Exactly, before we started the podcast, you asked me about this question, yeah, um, about which one was uh, a surprising session. Well, and then we were talking about which one was the longest one and which one was the shortest one. Yes. The, lo the longest one was seven hours. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously, seven oh my hours. God. <laughs> but between between the seven hours, we had a break of, of about half an hour. So we had three, uh, three and a half an hour and then just half an hour break. And then we just continued for another three and a half an hour. Okay, that yeah. was the longest one. I just don't remember anymore what the topic was there, but the shortest <laughs> one was this morning, five minutes. <laughs> wow. and actually, I did a regression to cause, found the origin, cleaned it up completely, and then it took us um, um, five more minutes to clean up three um, uh, subsequent sensitizing events, and that's it. So on the whole thing, 10 minutes. And actually the great thing about this was why it was, it, it took just five minutes is I've been working with this client already um, a few times. She's a top athlete and she's very goal oriented. The switch was installed. She's using self-hypnosis um, uh, since, well, when was the first time actually she was, I'm teaching at a school, at, at a sports and art school um, to, to um, 
to kids at the age between the age of 14 and 16. That's where she started to work with me about three or four years ago. That's the first time. And then now I've worked with her since now a year, a little bit more intensive again, um, to so that she can break through, the, um, uh, get to her breakthrough, that she can um, 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 show with just more power. And she's she's really awesome, and she she really had to break through this last this last season. Although although they didn't have many um, competitions, but she really had many different breakthroughs uh, in different ways. And so she was ready. And she called me and said, "Look, Eric, I'm panicking because of this and that." Can you help me? Because even my mother is getting uh, starts to panic when when the weekend is getting close and I'm panicking about a pain could show up again. And I know exactly we've been working on the cellular level already. The uh, the the body, the cells are not the problem anymore. It's something here in my mind that makes me feel panicking. Oh, this pain could show up again. I know the body doesn't show up this pain again because we've we've cleaned up everything. And so for her, she was ready. And that's what I tell so many clients. Wow. <laughs> well, Eric, I cannot wait to uh, have you back in the Netherlands. It's already the third training you're going to get yes. here. <laughs> Very excited to learn even more about cells. Uh, and it was great having you as a guest. Is there any last comment you want to make? Yes. Um, the biggest mistake we can do is underestimate the intelligence of ourselves never underestimate the intelligence of your body and your cells they can do more for you than you made uh, my think or um, this is going beyond your wildest dreams what you your cells can support you with mm. so this is this is probably the most important thing what uh, give away what I want to give um, to all the people out there, start to talk to yourselves as if they were your best friends. Maybe you don't get, get an answer immediately. My cells didn't, get, didn't answer me immediately either. I had to work hard for them trusting me. Half a year I had to work for that. So don't give up. You heard it. Six months. Exactly. Don't, <laughs> At least don't six give months. up. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thanks, Eric. It was really a joy having you. Mom, any last words from your side? Well, just if you want to have um, a speed conversation with your cells, either you learn the hypnocell training or you go to a hypnocell therapist, of course. Yeah. Eric, it yeah. was really a delight and we could have talked for hours uh, because there is so much involved in hypnocell, but thank you very much for your time and uh, for this beautiful podcast because i think it is very balanced what you all told us cool thanks a lot for your invitation and it was really a pleasure and i'm really excited to come to the netherlands as well because the last classes i had there it was so much fun and it was awesome people uh, i like to teach here in switzerland too but you guys in the netherlands you're just awesome people <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Have a nice day. <laughs>